Hello everyone, before we get started, I just wanted to come in at the beginning here with a couple of content warnings. So Serial Experiments Lane is a horror series and gets into a lot of potentially triggering topics, which include uh, suicide, uh, unreality, gaslighting, um, online harassment, uh, drugs, gun violence, uh, cults, and religious themes, uh, among others. We we go through a longer list of content warnings in the episode, but, but those are the big ones. Uh, Alright, so take care of yourself and uh, enjoy the episode. Two bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're Hello and welcome to We Rate Queerbait, the podcast where we explore the blurry line between reality and the wired. I'm Emery, my pronouns are they, she, he. Hi, I'm Devin and guys, do, do you, when is this? Are we in the current time? Mm. In the present day? Hmm. Couldn't I would say. say that we are. Oh, thank God. Generally, that's when things be happening. Mm. That's when things be popping off. Hi, my pronouns are he, him. Mm. I'm Sky. My pronouns are he, she. Um, am I me? I don't know. But in honor of Lane, I did wear a onesie to record today. It is uh, not a teddy bear onesie, unfortunately. But get me um, Lane's teddy bear fucking onesie. I know. I need that thing so bad. I really want that fucking kigu. <sighs> it's so good. It's very, it's, very. It good. rules. And you know, for this special podcast, since um, we're going to be playing a fun game, while we're podcasting, um, our fathers will all just be watching silently from the doorways <laughs> um, the whole time. And while we very clearly get further and further into the internet and more mentally distressed, they just won't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. It'll be the are you winning son uh, meme, but like bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our dads will tell us to log off once, and then... We won't. And then not speak to us again, and eventually just hand in his re- letter of resignation as a dad. <laughs> as father, yes. Yeah, he'll keep peeking into our room and seeing that our gaming rig has gotten even more extreme, and be like, well, not my problem. Must be winning, with all that set up. With all that coolant all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love those tubes that you mysteriously got. Yeah, you're not game. You're not really gaming unless your floor is all wet. <laughs> unless your floor is like ankle deep with water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're not winning until you invite a boy over and he's like, "Wow, the setup rules. I love that I have to walk through coolant to get to your computer." <laughs> I love that you have a moat around your gaming setup. I, I love that you have lovely. nothing but computers, tubes, and one bed that's just floating in the middle. Uh huh. I love that. Only real gamers I, I, understand. Yeah, I love inviting my gamer boyfriend over and then saying, hey, eat this microchip. It'll probably kill you. <laughs> hey, do you want to taste something cool? <laughs> yeah, I love eating chips. We watched we watched Serial Experiments, Lane. Good fucking show. Y'all, I kept saying it was a nutty one, maybe a little disturbing. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> It does have some funny moments. Like the part where the two Agent Smiths would just, like, sit outside her house with the big scope goggles on for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that? that they were scope goggles and not, like, she was about to get sniped. Yeah, it's just they wanted mm-hmm. to put red dots on her 
asshole for no reason. Yeah, it's literally just a scare tactic. <laughs> but actually, it turns out they're nice because they said, hey, watch out, your computer's gonna blow up. And then her computer blew up. And then her computer did blow up and she was like, hey, stop fucking spying on me, I guess. Uh-huh. And they were like, we're gonna fucking kill you, but not you, but the you and the wired. But not the you and the wired, the real you, because you guys are the same, but you're very different, actually. But just know we are going to kill you. And she's like, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting talking about this series as a piece of queer bait. (laughs) You guys can break down for me uh, at which point I was talking to regular lane and uh, wired lane. That would be great. And don't fucking say they're the same person, actually. They are because I will destroy you. They are the same person. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. They're the same. They're the same person. It's fine. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. So, can you go through the plot? Is that possible? Is that like something? Yeah, I'm can thinking do? about how I'm gonna just like go through the plot. Like, okay, I, I guess, I guess I'll like give like a very broad plot summary, and then I guess we can like go into our feelings on specific moments, and then like. And then just kind of, like, do the queer bait as an after... Actually, you know what? Once I get into my thoughts, you know, about the series overall and the themes therein, I'm going to be talking about how this is this 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 is some trans shit. Yeah, I will also say the queer bait of it, of with, like, um... Is it Alice? Mm-hmm. The sub I watched Alice. kept calling her Arisu because it was a fan dub, and they probably didn't know that they were trying to say Alice in Japanese. Um, they... The queer bait is there in the sense that, like, Alice is constantly like, hey, uh, Lane, I like you when you're not, like, a computer freak who's uh, selling everyone's secrets on the internet. Um, can you just, like, be a nice person and have friends? And she's like, no, don't you like this? Um, <laughs> but I would be excited, because when we I talk about my feelings about the show, I feel like I'll be bringing them up a lot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like Alice a lot. She's nice. Mm-hmm. The most normal character in the anime. She's just trying to be normal. Just like Neferpito in Hunter Hunter. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> So Alice is putting uh, her head back together in the woods? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so am I, honestly. I just finished the last episode like 20 minutes ago. Oh, and your head just did that also? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. That's crazy. Yeah, my fucking my I I fucking attached a bunch of computer cables to my body right now. Yeah, my head isn't feeling very normal. You were trying to just enjoy your night, and then you know, yeah, just trying to enjoy your night, and then suddenly God started manifesting in your home physically. Yeah, I'm buried under a pile of computer parts. Yeah, I was gonna say. Unfortunately, there's like a huge black hole in my room that has just sucked all of the computer parts like into itself. So like, you know, I'm going to yeah. be a little a little MIA the next couple of weeks because yeah, there's no technology at all. It's currently attacking me. It's saying that, uh, of course, I'm real and I don't need a physical body, but I do need one to punch you in the face. Uh-huh. Oh, you're forming a physical body? Well, I have to form a physical body in order to kick your ass. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh. You're, you're... Then form as much as a physical body as you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so this series starts off, we meet a girl called Lane, she lives 
Every time she goes outside, the sun is tearing a hole through her retinas. Uh, <laughs> she lives in a diagonal house that was built diagonally on her normal city grid block. In a completely uh, white dimension of pure sunlight that destroys your retinas. That's right. Yeah, she go. She goes to school and dissociates a lot, and someone gets hit by the train that she's on, and she sees her ghost later. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, poor girl is just surrounded by suicide, is what it seems like. Yeah, a girl like kills herself at the start, and she starts getting emails from the girl, and she's like, "Hey, stop fucking texting me." Uh huh. Yeah. So, so a girl named Chisa commits suicide, and she's like, you know, someone from an adjacent class to Lane, and you know, everyone is freaking out because they get emails from the dead girl saying like hey you should abandon your body and come meet me in the wired and lane is like oh okay sounds fun i would love to do that thank you uh so she like starts getting into computers she builds a gaming rig (laughs) so that she can uh uh, access the wired better she Um, continues to build gaming rig yeah she goes to talk to her dad who's got six monitors and is like hey dad can you help me set up a better rig i just have that like shitty little like you know 80s machine up there and he's like oh fuck you want to get on the net on the wired and is like typing and not really listening to her talking to her but the next day he does buy her just like a huge fucking ass amount of computer for her oh, to hey, it did just room. occur to me. Maybe I should fuck actually fucking read a list of content warnings for this. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll edit this in in the start. Actually, okay, I'm okay. looking it up now. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we can probably just put it in the notes. I love the part where um, she's like, hey, can I have a cool game? Okay, oh. does a horse die? No. Does the dog die? No. Are animal abused? No. Does I don't think animals okay, exist no in this world. No dogs fighting, no bugs, no dead animals. Are we sure? Does a dragon die? <laughs> this isn't very helpful. Does the dog die? Do- okay, here we go. Did it Is say does a dragon die? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, is someone gaslighted? Yes. Is yeah. someone stalked? Yes. yes. Is a child abused? Yes. yes. Does someone use drugs? Yes. Oh, this is... Boy, I'm I'm reading this content warning list like it's funny, but it's kind of not. Does someone break a bone? Yes. Does uh-huh. someone fall to their death? Yes. Yep. Does a kid die? Yes. Uh-huh. Does someone sacrifice themselves? Yes. Yep. Does a parent die? Yes. Yep. Is someone possessed? Yes. Are there jump scares? Yes. Are there ghosts? Yes. Yep. Does someone attempt suicide? Yes. Yep. Is their body mis- dysmorphia? Yes. yes. Uh, is there misophonia? Boy, is there. Is there <laughs> suicide? Yes. Is there claustrophobia? Yes. Are there lights or flashing images? Yes. Is uh-huh. the fourth wall broken? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. Does it have a sad ending? Boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Is there gun violence? Yes. Is there blood and gore? Yes. So that's, that's, that's just fucking running down the list on doesthedogdie.com. This show is a lot. Suicide is probably the big one, along with, like, online harassment, um, and just, like, the fucking general, like, gaslighting and 
non-reality of it all i'd say those are probably like the big three in addition to just like all the horror elements and like close under there probably like body horror yeah body horror big time under there Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say like with the unreality aspect there's definitely like it's um uh i don't want to like sort of secular religious you know like it's Mm -hmm. um definitely got that like um god ego death kind of uh elements and themes to it so that's another thing i I don't lots of lists don't specifically list that but it is it it does get into a lot that is like thematically like what a god is as a collective consciousness so Mm -hmm. he's a guy who manifests in your house physically as a black hole and then starts yelling at you Uh yeah he fucking God shows up in your room and goes Akira mode and tries to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also God is the internet. Also, God is like a weird anime guy who floats behind you and is just like, hey. Yeah. Don't you like not having a body yet? And he he's all taped together with electrical tape because he got hit by a fucking train. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's fine. So, yeah. Electrical tape is really good for train injuries. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, so, Uh, uh so Lane goes with her friends to the club, and I'm like, no, clearly this girl has some, like, very bad uh, sensory processing issues. Please don't take her to the club. Please (laughs) don't. Don't do it. And then she goes to the club and someone starts fucking pulls a gun and starts shooting because he took a weird internet drug that it, it uh, like puts a microchip in your brain and lets you see faster. Yeah, he he takes a robot drug that makes time different. I love computer uh, it, cocaine. And also it renders him vulnerable to mind control because, <laughs> you know, he it, presumably the knights just make him start shooting people and he tries to shoot Lane, but then Lane uh, fucking switches personalities and it's like, the, you, you know what's funny? People are always connected and then the guy, she makes the guy shoot himself. Oh, just um, like Kingdom Hearts, this world is connected. Exactly. Yeah, the wire just light. Kingdom Hearts is the wired. <laughs> what the? F- that makes more sense than anything Tetsuya Nomura has ever written. You know, the, I was gonna about make a Kingdom joke Hearts. about that. That is, I think, the plot of Kingdom Hearts Recoded, <laughs> where the plot is there is a digital Sora going around, and they reenact the plot of Kingdom Hearts One in the digital world. And the whole point is like it's real because these people in the digital world have their own lives in the digital world. I can't get into it. Yeah, so... Much like any Kingdom Hearts topic, we cannot get into it in this form of podcast. Yeah, one day I will. I will force you guys to get into it, but right now, no. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So after after the club shooting, the cops are harassing Lane, and Alice is there, and fucking Alice is the only person that Lane actually responds to or talks to, and fucking Alice is kind of like the only one in her entire friend group who actually seems interested in talking to, like, this weird little lonely girl. Or cares about uh, her. Anyway. Yeah, my friend group, to be clear, like Alice <laughs> is like two girls bullying her. Alice, Alice is trying like, to adopt off? Lane into a friend group because Lane does not have a friend group. And she's yeah, specifically exactly. going like and it does have a very I don't know if this is just because like so much of my like uh late nineties, early two thousands education was so like focused on some you know like the the cultural act after effect of what was going on when this was written you know Mm -hmm. but like 
very much is like, oh, yeah, like somebody uh, at the school committed suicide. So Alice is like looking after the lonely people, mm. like kind of vibe there. Um, yeah, Alice is so nice. Alice is very sweet. Uh, so Deserved better than the plot line that she got. <laughs> yeah. I'm like not happy is the thing. <laughs> I'm not sure why this was a necessary plot line to have in this, but you know. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so so Lane starts talking to God like you do. She gets a funny computer chip uh from the dj at the club uh which makes her brain interact directly with her computer uh let's see importantly the dj at the club is like hey i got the thing you asked me to get you and she's like i don't i've never met you before in my life and he's like sure anyways remember that thing you asked me to get you um also what music do you want me to play tonight because you always have specific music tastes and she's like, I've literally never been here in my life. And he's like, sure. I do think also that before they come out to the club, um, Alice and the other girls are like, wow, we saw you at the club the other night. You were wild. And Lane was like, I literally didn't, but sure, let's go. Never been there in my entire life. Thanks, though. Like, she might have looked like me, but that wasn't me. And then <laughs> she shows up she... at the club and this guy is like, no, you definitely were here. And I brought you your, your goods that and you, you were asked cool for. as fuck. Uh-huh. So there's base. multiple lanes and one of them is nutty with it. That's right. One of them likes to go hard, party hard. It's just like Fight Club. Oh my god, this is Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh-huh. You're welcome. <laughs> uh so also um you know, she's building her very normal gaming PC. Uh someone turned the wired into PvP, so people are getting killed by scary child ghosts. Um Yeah, is that what happened with that? I like I think I stopped paying attention slightly during those episodes and I was like, oh, so people are just dying randomly? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I mean they're 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 dying because someone turned on PvP and the wired is overlapping with reality. So if you die in the wired, you die for real. Okay. Yeah, it's actually not like Fight Club. It's like Westworld, the end of season, uh, the like end of season one into season two. My mistake. But also exactly like uh, Fight Club. But also exactly like Fight Club. It's like if uh, in that scene where they turned PvP on. It's like if, if Fight Club happened in season two of Westworld. Oh, it's kind of like <laughs> watching. Um, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. What's the movie where people go, "Damn, like he's just like me for American Psycho"? There we go. Uh-huh. It's just like American Psycho, where he turned on PvP. Yeah, yeah, where he turned on PvP by just killing real people. I know. <laughs> but maybe not real, who knows. <laughs> so also Lane is building, she's modding her PC and, you know, her dad walks in and says, Hey Lane, you should go touch grass. Uh, the wired is cool and everything, but also you, you need to interact with people IRL. And Lane says, no, I fucking don't. Reality and the internet are the same. Lane says, actually, I'm breaking down the barriers between the real life and online. So jot that down. And dad kind of gets like uh, glasses, lens flare and leaves. Just mm-hmm. damn. Guess you guess I got owned. Yeah, she just says Lane L said- plus ratio. <laughs> he does a Fortnite dance and he says, hmm. <laughs> that's right. She said, damn, I guess she's winning in there. 
He's like, hmm. <laughs> Lane says, what if online was real life? And I say, wow, that's, 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 that's the true form of horror. Wow, that's crazy. Damn. Take another hit. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, uh, also, uh, we learn about this, uh, basically hacker cults called the Knights, and they worship God of, of the Wired, and also they make a bunch of funny technology, like the, the, the chip that lets your brain go into your computer, uh. Yeah, they invented VR. Yeah, they- But they more like Digimon. Yeah, fuck them. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they they hack a bunch of traffic lights, or maybe it's Lane doing it. Also, Lane hacks herself uh, to appear on, like, the big screens in the, in the, in the, in the, in the crossing. Um, yeah, really pisses off her sister. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, not just pisses off her sister, like, has makes her sister have a psychotic break. So the rest of the show, <laughs> yeah. show she's just literally sitting in a corner going, uh, 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 and they're just always like, just like, hey, what's up, Mika? And she's like, they're like, messed yeah, up. Yeah, and fucking Mika. Lane's mother is like, well, she's broke. Uh, you want to fuck? <laughs> She's like, hey, husband. <laughs> hey, fake husband, you want to fuck? I love how much the wife always wants to fuck the dad and has zero time for anything else. Yeah, always, how much the dad is always just kind of like, eh. He's always like, eh, I'd rather game, but all right. <laughs> you see, you guys are talking this about a horror. This is a comedy. <laughs> Speaking of that family, I, can we talk about their house for a second? Yeah, I what's the architecture the of that? Oh, diagonal house? <laughs> yeah, the funny diagonal house. Uh, why why it look like that? Anytime <laughs> we're like in inside the house and the lights are on, there are just like no shadows anywhere. And also it seems like just like a little bit too big and spacious. And oh, yeah. also like all the furniture is like incredibly clean and orderly and it just doesn't look fucking lived in at all and you know because like there's no shadows and it's so flat it like feels claustrophobic despite being like a little too big and it's just really weird and bad to look at in a way that is to me effective horror yeah they do a good like it, it feels like maybe too early for but it does feel like minimalism critique where like everything it like all of the furniture is so big and the space is so like white that everything is just mm -hmm. it feels more cluttered than it is and then like there's also a lot of scenes where lane will be like running around and like there's no one in the house like mm -hmm. and this like happens a couple times where she just like wakes up and is scared or like you know like not not scared but she'll be like yeah. having like being on the internet or whatever and she'll look for somebody and walk through the house and it's nobody there's I never mean, anyone there yeah. it works with the idea that um the whole thing we learn later is that like oh her family is like fake like her family is just like created to basically watch out over her and then get her into the wire so she can break down reality um uh -huh. and like it gives that great feeling of like lane thinks she has a house and a family but none of these people are like doing anything are like pantomiming what a family does like yeah, the mom like kind of always silently. Yeah, the mm -hmm. mom is either sitting silently we see her or she's like pretending to do the dishes and she like asks questions about how like school or functions are going, but she never like really listens for an answer. Mm -hmm. She just knows that's what a mom does when the kids get home, so I'm going to ask and then I'm not going to actually participate in the conversation. Like yeah. the sister is clearly like off doing her own thing cuz she's a full-grown woman pretending to be a teenage girl. Uh -huh. Um 
And like the dad is like clearly getting his own shit out of it and knows this is all fake and is kind of having a fun time with it until it gets a little real. And then he was like, oh, this is a little bit fucked up, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's just like, oh, yeah, I get like they pay me to get these cool fucking computers and I get to fuck my hot fake wife. And like this kind of kicks ass, actually. And then like at a certain point, he's like, this is real fucked up and scary and I need to get out of this house. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like Also it definitely the space seems like that this house exists in multiple realities at once. Like there there will be times when, you know, you fucking open a door and it, it, Lane's loom, room looks completely different than it did a scene ago. Oh, by the fact that every time you open the door there is an extra gaming rig added to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, every time the dad is like, "Oh, hey Lane, how's your computer?" and he opens the door and it has like eight more monitors and there's like more tubing connecting the walls and he's like, Hmm. Okay, well, bye. Uh, so... Oh, yeah, the plot of this show. The fucking plot of the show. So, Lane is, like, investigating more of the activities of the the knights, this funny hacker cult, and it turns out they're mind-controlling a bunch of kids to use their psychic powers to project uh, an image of Lane, naked Lane onto the sky. Um... <laughs> and lane learns about this old fucking guy who is just like hanging out in his retirement home in the wired and he's like yeah a long time ago i did this fucked up experiment where i harnessed the psychic power of children and i accidentally nuked the entire the entire research facility and everyone died so that you know i'm kind of over it now like i'm retired i'm chill now Anyway, guess I'll die. Yeah, Lane is like, why the fuck did you do that? And he was like, hey, I'm tired. I'm retired. I'm going to go to sleep now. And then he just dies. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I don't really shit? give a shit anymore. And now, yeah, then he just dies. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's literally like that. She's like, wait, so like, what's happening now? Like, and he's like, I mean, I don't know. I thought I destroyed the shit, but apparently somebody else got my research and they're doing stuff with it now. But like, I couldn't stop this before and I certainly can't stop it now. And also I'm dying. So anyways, bye. Peace out. Anyways, L plus ratio. Yeah, this whole time, two agents with funny laser goggles have been like following around, laying around and, and, you know, just just staking out outside her house and you know and then they say hey lane you you probably should get you know get out of the house and touch grass because your computer's about to blow up the knights put a bomb in there and then her computer blows up mm-hmm. and you know for the rest of the series she just has like computer parts hanging out her, of her bedroom window like fucking entrails it so that's normal, normal. It mm-hmm. still works though. It's yeah, it, her rig those is fine. Computer parts weren't needed for anything. Yeah, no, it only made it more efficient. She has enough coolant on the floor to keep going. <laughs> That's exactly right. She's you can't keep this girl offline. That's right. <laughs> you cannot and you shall not. Uh so there's this funny guy who wants to be a knight, and he he built the world's first AR rig. He's walking around with a computer stuffed in a backpack, and and he's he thinks he, he's so cool. He's saying, "Look, I'm playing Pokemon Go in 1997." That's right. Um, 
He's like, hell yeah, I'll believe whatever the knights want me to. Just let me join. I, I don't even care. It's all good. And, you know, we, we, we see a bunch of knights, like, in, you know, their homes and places of work going about their business. Like, one of them is a businessman. One is just, like, some sweaty nerd uh, in, in a room full of trash. One of them is, like, a housewife mom. I love the housewife mom. Mm-hmm. Who tried to fuck the delivery guy? She's pretty funny. I think the delivery guy tried to fuck her, and she was like, nah, uh, uh. Yeah, I think she was into it until her kid came home. She's like, well, maybe next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come back when my kid's not as- At the end of the episode, she fully kills a man, the guy who was walking around with the AR rig, and then just goes back home and plays 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 video game with her child like it's completely normal. So that's yeah, pretty funny of she's, her. She's beating her kid at video games. She's like, haha, I'm so much cooler and better than you. Yeah, she whips stupid ass. dumb kid. I love her. <laughs> yeah, good for her. We we love to see a girl boss winning. Uh Lane and Alice hold hands because Lane or Alice is very concerned for Lane's mental health. She's you know, Lane was doing seemed like she was doing better for a while since, you know, it seemed like her computer hobby was really improving her mental health. But now she's like sweating and shaking and dissociating more again. So Alice kind of has a little check-in with her. And it's cute. Mm-hmm. Alice. Looking through my notes here. Yeah, I think she makes her come out with them again or something, because she, she that's yeah. been her whole thing. She's like, no, you have to come out with us. Like, I'm trying to make you feel better, and so you have does, to accept. Lane the whole time is just on her damn cell phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She do, babe. Uh, so then we, we get to episode eight, where things really start falling apart. Uh, <laughs> there's fucking rumors going around about, uh, Alice having sexual fantasies about one of her teachers. Uh, everyone says Lane is spreading the rumors, and Lane's like, uh, I didn't do that shit. Alice is like, wait, did you do this thing? And no, you would never, and doesn't really tell her what it is. And then later she's like, yeah, no, you definitely did it. I definitely did that thing. Yeah, everyone is just like, no, it couldn't be you doing the thing. And she's like, what's the fucking thing? And they're like, no, but you definitely did the thing. And she's like, just tell me the thing. Lane is just like definitely having like a very normal school day. She's just kind of, you know, going about her day. And instead of like normal school things happening, just everywhere she goes, everyone is just staring silently at her. That's how it be. So, you know. Uh, she, she goes to an online rumor board where there's a bunch of people just sitting down without faces. Uh. Ah, the dangerous anonymity of the internet. She meets a weird little goblin lane who is, who is the one spreading the rumors and showed up at Alice's house and was like, ha ha ha, I spread the rumors. Isn't that so funny? Uh, Lane tries to kick Goblin Lane's ass, and Goblin Lane just think that, thinks that that's really funny. Uh, Lane, ta- Lane goes back to the rumor board, and, uh, everyone, all the people from before who had no faces now have funny heads that are just puppets of Lane's head. Uh, she talks to a metal, to a wobbly metal blob that, that says it's God. Um, I'm just a fucking blobbing over here. That's right. Boy. The fucking lint in my pocket. Shit, is that God? Uh-huh. This is a very fun series to summarize. Mm-hmm. It's so uh-huh. funny. 
Yeah, she <sighs> finds God in the internet. What is there to say? Yeah, so then Lane is like, it's fine. I'll just erase everyone's memories of those rumors that, that, that I accidentally spread. So then no one will even remember it. And then, you know, she goes to school. Everything's completely normal. Uh, except, uh-oh, she accidentally created another lane, and people, and I, she sort, by, by, by making that change to reality, she, by, by making that change to people's memories, it seems like she's altered reality and is kind of, like, no longer in it fully, because there's this other lane that, that people can perceive instead of her, you know, because... Mm-hmm. She altered people's memories of her, and now there's, like, a different one. That's crazy. Shit's crazy. Now we're just really, we're fucking really in it. Uh, we're in we're it. Fuck, we're, we're, we're talking about alien. There's just, like, fucking little narration. Yeah, bits. brief overview. Uh, episode 9, let's talk about Roswell. Let's talk about Roswell. Talk there's about the aliens Roswell now. <laughs> Lane becomes a little alien for a second. She appears at <laughs> Alice's room in like little alien form and she's like, hey, did you love when I spread your secrets online? That's good. We also get a real quick primer on like, you know, computer and information history and like fucking very early days of like uh, uh, of information science and computer technology. Also, there there was like a real ass guy who uh who took who took drugs and and talked to god and and and, and tried to uh get humans or to communicate with dolphins um oh yeah i read that study yeah they skimmed it in this they did not leave in the part where the to try to teach this dolphin how to speak they left it in a house with a woman who eventually ended up jerking off the dolphin yeah, that dolphin just got too horny. It's not relevant to the story. <laughs> I'm just saying, that is that is the key points of the story, if you know it. Lane's dad is the dolphin, <laughs> and he's getting jerked off by his fake wife every yeah. night. <laughs> Fucking... As he's learning to speak. Yeah, as he's learning to say, hey, you should get off the internet. Uh-huh. Lane goes on a date with one of the boys from the club, uh... And accuses him of being a knight, and he says, "I'm not a full knight yet. I'm 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 not even inducted into their ranks proper." Uh, and then Lane plays Trek Forty Four and shoves a computer chip in his mouth and says, "Hey, what would happen if I had put this motherfucker in my computer?" And he says, uh, "It's non-volatile memory, so it would have changed people's memories in real life." So if she, she uh, might have erased her from people's memories, killing her instantly, Hard, difficult to say. Hmm. It's fine. It. It. You know. You know. You know. She's just like fucking up in her gaming rig room. Uh. There with with the wet floor and the entrails hanging out of the window, just threatening a boy while while her parents are fucking downstairs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You say the parents are fucking, but the wife is trying to get hot and heavy on the dad. And the dad is just kind of staring at the ceiling, knowing his daughter is doing fucked up shit upstairs. He's like, hmm. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm not in it right now, honey. I know our daughter's entering the wired. <laughs> I, I can't get hard right now. 
<laughs> we also learn about Schumann resonance and explore like the theory that, you know, once all of humanity is is connected through information networks, then, you know, it will replicate the structures of neurons in the human brain and the earth itself will develop a consciousness. So, you know, also we learn about this guy called Eiri Masami, who uh, made the 7th gen wired protocol and also programmed his memories into the protocol, so he became the internet after he died. You know. Good for him. Yeah, just some bullshit. So that's that's God that Lane's been talking to. Just just some guy named Eiri. Who got hit by a train, or maybe not. Eh, you know. So yeah. yeah, so so Lane talks to God again. He's here. He's he's covered in electrical tape uh, because he he's cool. He's sexy. Yeah, he's very sexy. Uh, they switch voices for a while. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> Lane goes to school and she doesn't have a desk, and no one seems to recognize her or acknowledge her presence. Uh, so she's having a normal one. Um, uh-huh. she accidentally erased herself from existence, it seems. Uh, Whoops. her house is completely empty. Uh, her dad said, Hey, when that happens, her dad is like, Uh, guess what? I was your fake dad this whole time. Here's my letter of resignation. I'm quitting the family. Nice working with you. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> bye. My work here is done. I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes. I won't be back. Yeah, that gaming rig's too extreme. I can't be in this house anymore. <laughs> I can't keep getting owned by my 12-year-old daughter like that. <laughs> I got you one computer and you already got a better gaming rig than me. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Lane attaches a bunch of cables to her body and then doxes a bunch of knights who then either commit suicide or get executed by the agents. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, fucking... Then we learn that she's a Digimon because it turns out that she was Data all along and her body is like a like a like a fake construct that exists in reality is just like a manifestation of her consciousness in the wired. It's all making sense so far. Uh then she downloads the entire internet into her brain in in like a 9 min- minute AMV. Uh rules. yeah she finds out that she was created by the internet like she is a physical manifestation of the internet and she then decides to put the internet back into her brain (laughs) she's like i'll just put it back in it's fine i'm just gonna double upload the internet into my already constructed by the internet brain and see what happens sometimes i like to upload my physical body into my brain Uh uh-huh yeah and and then she finally meets Chisa and also the guy from the club who she forced to commit suicide. And the guy gives her a gun and says, hey, kill yourself. And that part is genuinely pretty fucked up and scary. Um, Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, this, this series... It's about ego death, guys. This series is primarily just, like, about a bunch of people online telling a middle schooler to kill herself. Like, oh boy. It really is. It really is just getting online and people being like, kill yourself right now. And she's like, huh, maybe I will. That's the internet. Yeah, a little bit. This is what I'm talking about. People, like, we got onto the early days of social media and they were like, this is going to be a cesspool. 
This is going to be a horror that? movie just come to life. It's it's going to be rancid over there on on, on the. And they were right. They they were kind of right. Right about it. Yeah, back in 90, 1998, they did predict that adults will tell middle schoolers to kill themselves. Right? Uh, so Lane visits Alice. For some reason, she's an alien now. It's just... We, we, we saw a funny alien earlier, uh, just peeking into Lane's room, being a little pervert. And now Lane's head is on the alien's body, and she talks to Alice and says, Sorry about spreading those rumors about you. I'll just delete everyone's memory, I guess. Even though I thought we did that a couple of episodes ago. I'm not sure what the <laughs> timeline of events is. Uh, yeah, it's, um... Sometimes you have memories of things that haven't happened yet. They're in the future, as the show says. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it really matters. Yeah, it's once fine. again, there are two lanes, but the one lane, because the lane in the wired is lane, but lane is also a manifestation of the internet. So she is also the lane of the wired. Um, so lane of the wired erased lane of the not wired wired, uh, from reality. So lane of the not wired wired says, I'll just erase the lane of the wired and it should fix it. Am uh, I getting that right? Um, maybe? You know, maybe I need to watch this again. So Lane and Alice are having like a normal day at school. Uh, Lane is texting Alice without touching her phone or moving, being like, haha, see, no one remembers <laughs> that stuff anymore. Aren't you glad? Aren't, aren't, aren't you normal? Don't you want to hang out with me in, again? Uh, the next... I, f I feel like the rest of my notes are just, like, philosophical musings. So, like, we fucking explore the questions of, like, does identity ind exist independently of perception? Or do we only exist in the mind, you know, because, you know, other people's perceptions of us, uh, you know, allow us to exist? Um... If a tree falls down in the woods and no one's around to hear, does it still make a sound? Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, some guy on the news says, let's all love Lane. People are all information and, you know, our bodies are hindering our human evolution, so we should all just abandon them and... Yeah, DSOD. Uh, ...become beings of pure information where we can grow infinitely. Um... Uh, the fucking... Is this what the last arc of At Monsters is about? Yes. Sorry for exactly. derailing. <laughs> oh shit, Lane's gonna put everyone in a big blender. So it, it, it turns out that the agents, like, they had a boss who we met earlier, and that guy is smiling like Airy now, so maybe he was under control of God this whole time. And he, he gives the agents a funny briefcase, and uh, I forget what happens next... They both die. They both die. They see something in their car, and they're like, "Oh!" and then they die. Yeah. Fucking Lane shows up in their funny little laser goggles and kills them, I guess. Yeah, Lane of the Wired, but not Lane of the Wired, not Wired, kills them. Yeah, Alice goes to visit Lane at her house, and it is, it's, it's fucked up in there. There's graffiti on the walls, everything is wrecked to shit. Uh, Lane is buried under a pile of computer parts in her room. She's just taken a nap. It's fine. Mm hmm Totally normal. Yeah, and Alice is basically like, Hey, so, um, how come you hate me so much? Why am I the only person who remembers shit? And Lane is like, No, it's actually because I love you. 
No, this is because I think it's really cool. Yeah, at this point, human instrumentality has already occurred. Everyone's brains are linked together in the wired, but Alice is the only one separate from the collective unconsciousness because she's the only one whose memories Lane hasn't altered, probably. Uh, Lane is talking about how, you know, physical bodies aren't important and you don't need one to exist because, haha, we're just information. And Alice says, but with a body, you couldn't do this and then gently caresses Lane's face, and then she says, without a body, you can't touch boob, and then she puts Lane's hand on her boob. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And then God hates that. God, God hates really that. hates that. Yeah, Alice, hates Alice, is like, Alice is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Without a body, you can't have gay sex. And Lane's like, oh shit, you're kind of right. And God's like, now hold up. God hates when you touch Diddy. I said, no, we, we don't need a body. And if we don't need a body, then therefore we don't need gay sex. So what is need, happening we here? We don't need to touch Diddy. So you need to knock it off. <laughs> Uh, God. <laughs> See, it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah. They have a conversation about whether or not you need a body to be God. And, and God um, says, oh, don't make me come out there. <laughs> don't, don't. This isn't said textually, <laughs> but Aerie is definitely an incel. Uh, yeah. He's he's definitely like a vol cell, you know? He says, he says... You don't give a guy that character design without making him a vol cell. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you don't make a guy look like that. Without making him balso. Uh, so, Aerie makes a body for himself so he can kick Lane's ass, and his body is all, like, accurate about it, but then Lane telekinetically, uh, fucking deconstructs her computer and buries him in a pile of computer parts. The end. Uh, Alice is freaking out and being extremely traumatized by all this. Yeah, Alice hated that. So Lane says, ah, shit, ah, fuck. I fucked up, didn't I? And then she just resets all of reality. I do love that part because Alice is clearly freaking out and Lane is just like, why are you, what, what's, what's the problem? It's fine. He's dead. You're good. Like, I don't know what the problem, we're hugging. I, I killed God. It's <laughs> we're, fine. we're hugging. Are you okay? Is this not, it, this is not what you wanted? Uh, so then the entire last episode is just Lane existing separately from reality, talking to a different version of herself who's like, hey, actually, this is fine. You removed yourself from everyone's memories and you no longer exist and people's lives are way better. See, uh, the fucking delivery man is with his sister who didn't get shot in online PVP this time. Uh, the, the two agents are just fixing the power lines. Aerie is a regular, not dead, non-god dude just grumbling about his terrible job. Everything is normal now, see? Isn't this great? Isn't this just the way you wanted it? And Lane is like, oh boy, I'm kind of lonely though, isn't it? Kind of fucked up how no one remembers me and I'm now in a world alone and I have to exist but not exist, so I have to know I'm not part of existence. Kind of really horrible. Yeah, and then the other lane is just like, it's fine, you can just be God and observe everything from afar, completely removed from the rest of humanity. Uh, and then Lane says, that's kind of bullshit, and then the other lane starts glitching out and disappears, and then Lane's giant dad shows up in the sky, and Lane and dad have a conversation in heaven... <laughs> 
uh, where Lane says that she loves humanity. Uh, and then we, we, we see Alice in the future, and Lane says hi to her, and that's the end. And Alice doesn't remember her, and that's the end. Yep. Yep. So, yep. pretty pretty funny show. And by funny, I mean really? just, like, k- k- kind of a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, and I also Sometimes do... things are so funny that they loop right back around, you know? Yeah. They no. go into Nightmare and then they come back around. Uh-huh. I did want to... Because I think the thing that makes Lane... Because it's like Lane and other Lane and the other Lane is tormenting her and being like, well, this is what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just completely reversed. And then, like, at the end she goes like, all right, well, if you don't like this, then we can reset it and, like, just try again. Like, you know, that's fine. And she goes, enough, and, like, tells her to stop. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's her... <laughs> Making the decision to kill off the voice in her head that's telling her to fix things, and she's just not go. She's just going to exist outside of the system now mm-hmm. because it's the only way to not hurt those people. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta kill your ego. Uh huh. You just gotta you gotta find that voice in your head that's telling you to maybe try to fix your life or do things better, and just 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 kill it. Just yeah. Wipe it away from reality and then sit and fester in your misery for all Yeah. Time. Yeah. And then you become God. And that's how you become God. And then you become God. This show has a lot of similarities to Mirai Nikki. Um, <laughs> so. What are our favorite moments? Boy, oh boy. There are some boy, funny oh ones. Um, I, I, I do got to give out a shout out to Playtrack 44 because that is referenced in just like multiple songs from all the grimy breakcore I've been listening to on Spotify lately. Uh, fucking grimy breakcore artists fucking love Serial Experiments Lane. It's in all their oh, that's al- crazy. It's in all their album so art. Crazy. It's in you know you you're getting dialogue clips in in a bunch of the songs. It's really funny. Wow, that's crazy. Listen to some Sewer Slut. It's good. Zero, zero Experiments Lane maybe uh, had an effect on weird pe- people on the internet? Yeah, <laughs> who could have guessed? Oh, that's crazy. That Wow, that's crazy. Crazy. Shit's crazy out there. I, I, I do love the fucking moment where Alice is just checking in on Lane and she's like, hey... How's it going? You seem a little out of it late lately. And Lane is just like visibly sweating and shaking and having the most <laughs> distressed expression on her face. And being uh-huh. like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm good. It's all good. I promise. I do. Um, are we, do we want to talk about like just general thoughts of the show? Or do we want to talk about specifically about Lane and Alice? I want to talk general thoughts first. And okay. why I do. this show is fucking trans. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we can narrow into Lane yeah. and Alice. Okay. Um, <laughs> the un... I mean, the transness of it is people being like, you have an online self of you that feels completely different than the you you present to people in the meat space real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, hey, why aren't you like... We saw someone who slightly looked like you uh, why aren't you presenting like that right now? And you're like, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, nope. Don't. Just shut up. It's, shut the fuck up Friday right now. It's also trans in the way that, like, all cyberpunk is trans, where it's kind of, like, meditating oh, yeah. on, like, what it means to have a body and, like, you know, does the body determine your identity or 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 can they exist independently? Also, just, like, you know, the idea of, like, you know... 
are you different? Can like your individuality and your personhood like be separated from people's perception of you? Like, you know, what does it mean to like be perceived by others? And, and, you know, and what does it mean to have like a, 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 just like this separate version of you, like created in other people's perceptions, like is, and you know, does that become the real you or are you the real you? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, are you the gender you perceive your, you know, are you the gender like you fucking feel in your own experience? And like, is that different from like the way that people perceive you? Like that's, that's very much a vibe I'm getting. Just like, also like, on a more down-to-earth level, like, basically everything in, like, the, like, visuals and directing of the show, like, show Lane as someone who, like, especially in the early episodes, like, does feel, like, very distant from her own body, just in the way that, like, you know, she seems kind of, like, separated from her own reality, like, basically every, like, sensory experience she's having is, like, harsh and alienating, like, she's having all these, like, hallucinations and doesn't, like, feel, like, fully connected to physical reality in the first place, which is, like, big dysphoria mood, you know? Yeah, and there's a lot, like, especially in, like you said, the early parts, where she feels disconnected from her body. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a lot of the show will show, like, her doing something, and she's almost watching it like she's doing, like, an out-of-body POV. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, obviously, we're the camera, but in that moment, the camera is like, this is also Lane. You're physically just, you're Lane watching Lane. Yeah do stuff in her real life and it's just like oh she's also like i don't really know who that person sitting there is right now and everything is harsh and scary and people are talking to me and i just it's a lot yeah and like like the like a big fucking turn in the series is like when alice sort of like helps her to uh you know to sort of accept, you know, like, her own body as hers, you know what I mean? And, and you know, that ex- that whole thing is kind of low-key, like, hey, boobs, you know? <laughs> I There is such, like, I know we want to save the Alice stuff for it, but just Alice constantly, like, checking in on Lane and constantly being like, hey, you seemed happier. Yeah. When you were, like, doing this or presenting this way, are you sure you don't want to, like, try that out again? Mm -hmm. Or are you sure you don't want to, like, I don't know, maybe explore that a little bit more or anything? And just Lane constantly being like, uh, no, it's fine. Nope, I'm good. It's fine. Nothing in my life is falling apart right now. It's so normal. Mm -hmm. All my relationships are stable and fine. No one's about to disown me. It's good. Yeah, my parents are being completely regular. We did forget to mention that um, Lane met with the boss of the two guys who like to watch her house for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, hey, are your parents real? Do you have a real family? When's your birthday? How old are you? Incredibly funny scene. Also scary when he was like, how old are you? And mm-hmm. she's like, why does that matter? Yeah. He's like, you don't know your birthday. They never celebrate. And she's like, uh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, She goes home and like, asks them about it and they're very clearly like 
oh, we never made that cover story, did we? <laughs> well, I don't even think she can ask the question. She comes home and she's like, hey, they asked me something weird. Like, did they, like, they asked me, like, like, she doesn't really frame it as a question because she knows they're not going to answer. Mm-hmm. Like, so she says, like, hey, they said this weird thing. They were like, hey, um, uh, did, were your, did your parents, like, meet or was it an arranged marriage? And you guys have never told me that. Isn't it funny how you guys, like, you know, like, that you can not, not know so many things about your family. And she just sort of keeps talking until it trails off because she knows, like, she's yeah, not at, like, not and there's answering. a, just there's a lot of responding. that where she goes. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that where she goes to ask a question or say something to her parents and she, de- she, like, goes out of her way to word it in a way that's like, yeah, I'm not actually asking anything of you. I'm just, you know, like sharing information, but also I need something from you, but I'm not going to ask for it in a way that feels like asking. Like when she's asking her dad to set up stuff for her and everything, like it's all very like, you know, she has like scripted ways to just talk to her parents that makes Mm -hmm. her feel like she has like a relationship with them, but doesn't require them to involve themselves emotionally in any way. Mm-hmm. It really, I do love that scene as kind of a culmination of her knowing damn well she'll never actually like have a regular normal conversation with her parents. And she does kind of have to like paint one herself. Mm-hmm. Because once again, I was talking about like when she gets home, her mom is like pantomiming cleaning the house or like doing like housekeeping things. And she, like, pantomimes asking, oh, how was school? How are your grades? And things like that. She's never looking for an answer, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and Lane knows that. Lane knows she can answer whatever. And her mom would just be like, great. Mm-hmm. And just continue doing what she's doing. And, like, every time she talks to her dad, her dad just kind of, like, either just plays off being like, haha, yeah, sure, or whatever. Or he just kind of goes on tangents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he fully just starts talking about other random shit that he's interested in. And she's like, yeah, I can't have a conversation with these people. They're never actually fucking listening to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when someone's like, hey, your family might not be real. And she's like, great, I can't even ask them mm-hmm. about it because they're never fucking listening to me. Yeah, like, e- 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 even though his her dad is more responsive than her mom, his, her dad is still definitely, like, very checked out. Like, in one of the first episodes. Yeah, he's doing it as, like, a fun job he gets to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, this isn't real. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, like, in in one of the early episodes, might have even been, like, the first or second, like, when Lane is talking about getting a new Navi, aka computer, like, her dad is talking about, like, yeah, being, you know, being connected to people is really important, you'll get to talk to your friends more, all the while he is just, like, you know, not even... Like, making eye contact with Lane or looking at her at all. He is just, like, on his, like, multi-monitor setup talking to, like, different people at the same time. So, that shows you how engaged he is in... Exactly. And then, yeah, and and he has a line that's, like... Because it, it felt like a good setup for just a very realistic family dynamic without it having the baggage later that we learned that it's, like, oh, yeah, like, um, you know, like, they literally were not real. Mm-hmm. Um, They were pretending. But, like, it it feels like this setup because he's doing that and he's like she says like hey i want to get an upgraded computer and he like turns on his and he's got the six monitors and he's just typing away and he's like yeah it's really cool it's a good way to get connected to people i wish your mom could understand that and it feels like oh like that's a very realistic like dad's in here locked away not really listening to anyone only engaging with Lane on the terms of, hey, this computer is cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the bitter mom who is out of the picture because he won't get off the damn computer. 
like I don't know. It was, it was like without the setup, it's very. It was just very realistic, like how like Lane. Uh, it automatically sets up Lane with this family who is just, you know, they're in theory there to like be there, but they're not ever listening to her in a real way, and they're not putting any pressure on her to do anything with her life. Very, very, very relatable having a dad who like cannot engage with you emotionally on any level, but will help you with your computer thing. Uh (laughs) like back to also like the trans narrative it is like you have something to tell your family or want your family to perceive you as and they're like talking to a brick wall there's like yeah sure 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 yeah 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 sure 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 not really like engaging with you on like an emotional level or really hearing what you're trying to say and it even goes like we don't discuss the sister much because her story arc is uh, she's there and then she sees Lane on big TV and then she's not there anymore. Yeah, her, um, her brain kind of breaks. She kind of like goes into the wired and has like a d- bunch of dissociated episodes and is just like jumping around between different scenes. And it's kind of implied that like her mind got disconnected from her body somehow. And then her body in the rest of the series is just like making uh fucking dial tone noises i there is like something where she is kind of like that antagonistic sibling who does know mm-hmm. like oh if you're trans and you're trying to like either keep it a secret from your parents or let them know and they're not listening she does know and she is like kind of being antagonistic about it like there are scenes where she is like oh lane's in a room like on the fucking computer again that she got from dad her new damn computer and then she like goes into the kitchen and she's like lane's a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. lane's mm-hmm. a creep did you know that she's like like did you guys know that lane's a creep did you know lane's a fucking weirdo and they're obviously not listening and she's like huh yeah it's kind of a bitch honestly mm-hmm. you know guys did you want to know a secret about lane and it's just kind of like, I love that antagonistic, like, sibling being like, I can hold something over your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the switch happens, and it's literally, like, the mom comments, and all she says is, like, oh, you used to be the one going out all night. Now it's Lane. And that's it. And, like, the daughter's, the, the other sister's literally in the corner, like, again, dial tone noise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. very much like a, you know, very outdated, like, this is what a mental illness looks like. But that is the, like, just, she's literally just, like... Yeah, you got too hopped up on drugs. Your yeah. sister got too hopped on drugs, and now she's making dial tone noises in the corner over there. hmm <laughs> And, like, she doesn't get any, you know, like, she's not being cared for or anything. She's just sort of hanging out at the house making dial tone noises. God, it's so funny. It's, they're yeah. Like, it's not my job. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, not my real daughter. <laughs> Take care of her. I don't even know where this girl sitting came on the from. patio making dad dial tone noises. Yeah, who even knows where Mika came from? Like, she wasn't there when Lane like first got introduced to her fake family. She wasn't there in the. Memory. I just said maybe she needs a sister. Yeah, she was. She just we'll got just thrown in sister. as an afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> she got taken out as an afterthought too. Yep. It's fine. Does a little bit feel like like there are some parts of this that feel like it's setting up for one story and then it turns into another. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily like you know like a, a set in stone criticism. I have only seen this once, so like you know it's very possible some of the threads would connect better if I watched it again. But it does sort of feel like this very relatable like family thing set up, and then it gets to the end and it's like no, they were literally all fake. Mm-hmm. Also, don't ask about the sister. She was there. She did have a mental break. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, it's... It's not important. 
It, there really isn't a whole lot in this series that is like can be called a coherent plot thread. It's just kind of like things happening and just like a bunch of little weird uh, dissociative scenes and and just things getting weirder and more bonkers and more incomprehensible until until uh, 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 until Lane becomes God and disconnects herself from reality. Mm-hmm. What I kind of want to know, mm-hmm. I kind of want to know, do we know who hired this fake family to be pretend family for Lane? Um, I think it was, Le- no, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was, um, Aery, because he, okay. he kind of I was claims gonna say- to have been the one who created Lane's body, um, although I think that might not tr- be true, because, like, I think her body might have, like, manifested as, like, as the result of a bunch of people, like, just perceiving her existence in the Wired, and then, and then, that like, that causing it to come into existence. I was just gonna say, it would be cool if, like, the only reason she has a family is that she manifested and she was like, well, a normal little girl is supposed to have like a family. And so she manifested like either caused people to get paid to be her family and just didn't know about it. Or like at a certain point was just like, Oh, a normal family is also supposed to include like an older sibling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she just like manifested a sister that all of them now just have to deal with. Yeah. It's definitely like a, Definitely, like, a situation where there is, like, you know, a lot going on where, like, a lot of things are, like, kind of inconclusive. We're not really given a whole lot of information. And, like, you know, the stuff that characters are saying, particularly Aerie, uh, might be unreliable. So who the fuck even knows? Because he's a fucking weirdo. Because he's a Mm -hmm. fucking weirdo. Um, Yeah, and it's, like, very much a situation where, like... The more Lane's relationships with people deteriorate, like the more her rela- relationship with reality deteriorates. So I, I, I am kind of seeing it on that thematic level of like her reality being formed by her connections to other people. And like the more those connections break down, like the more fucked up and surreal everything gets. And that kind of cascades like, Oh, you know, then like her connections with her parents, like break down because like, it turns out they weren't real all along. Like, uh, you know, her, her connections with like her school and her classmates, like, you know, break down because like she started those rumors and then like she just fi- kind of like disappears from everyone's perception entirely. Like, bad shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it would be like if the show is kind of getting at like the idea that you manifest because of the perfe- perception everyone around you has of you, which Lane physically manifests in the world because everyone manifested the idea of her in the wired (laughs) i like the idea of like oh they manifested her she manifested an idea of the of someone creating her which manifested kind of god and then god manifested a family for her so it's all just like it's going back and forth forever and everyone's just manifesting and not knowing why they're manifesting it. Yeah, it's 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 really a situation where like how the fuck do you even trace things to their origin point? Like how do you trace the 
entirety of humanity if all of humanity thinks all of humanity created all of humanity. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you trace a point to when God is created? If God was like, I created God, then who created you? And it was me. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just a fucked up thing to do. We're deep in it, is 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 what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're about ankle deep in that uh, manifesting. I think we're just talking about yeah. religion now. <laughs> I mean, that is a, you know, it's a major theme of the show. It's about, like, you know. Yeah, like- God manifests in her house physically, and she's like, but who made you? And he's like, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, spiritual beliefs that, like, you know, the God is whatever the collective consciousness is and that you know there's an interesting like exploration of like well okay so if the internet exists and everyone gets on the internet does that mean the internet is god and it only will exist once everyone's on there like is it manifesting Mm -hmm. itself by being like part of this creation and then like there's this so like there's the the one guy and there's lane and it has like sort of a weird relationship with like where either of them come from but it does feel like yeah like it's lane is a manifestation of everything else and then she in trying to find herself you know found god God yeah like created her and so now that god has to necessarily like exist in the world to have quote-unquote created her so now this god is supposed to manifest back in time as a real person it it's it's fucked up all the way down Mm mm-hmm and it, it it's kind of sometimes you bend reality in fucked up ways. Yeah, it's 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 almost also like you know, just like the 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 action of Lane manifesting physically is kind of what started like the 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 breakdown of all of reality to begin with. Because like once she erases herself, everything is fine. Like everything is normal. So maybe she's the reason that things... So, you know, so in multiple ways, she is kind of the reason that things are all fucked up and weird. Yeah, you know, sometimes you are, like, a manifestation of God, kind of by the collective consciousness, being connected physically, using the internet. Mm -hmm. And that allows God to press physically into the world. But once you do that, you kind of start to drag all of people's consciousness with it. And that just creates a real, like, folding in on self Mobius strip of, like, reality. And that ain't good. Yeah, sometimes you're Jesus. You are the physical, real-life manifestation of God. And you have to kill God because God is causing harm to the people and saying, no, we all just need to die because that's the whole point. You know, it's all about becoming one with the ether. And so she's got to kill God so that humans can exist. But then she looks around and goes, wait, I'm also God. Um, Yeah, sometimes you're Jesus and someone says, don't you want to touch booby? And you say, oh, shit, I do. And then you erase yourself from reality so you can't destroy it because that would erase booby from the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes Judas goes, hey. Judas, <laughs> no. <laughs> Want to have gay sex? And Jesus is like, damn, maybe there is something worth living I gotta for. I got to get on that cross right now. <laughs> I have to die so that Judas can keep having gay sex. <laughs> I think we solved religion, y'all. I think we uh-huh. right, in, right into the Vatican right now. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting to uh, to to get here with uh, with uh, Lane as a Jesus allegory, but you know it makes sense. You know, 
in the hour and well, how long? Hour and ten minutes we've been recording. We've we've solved religion. Can't uh-huh. believe it. We're 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 so good at this. This is podcasting, y'all. This is peak podcasting. This is us using our big brains. <laughs> they should give us an honorary degree to one of those religious <laughs> schools. Like, no, they did it. They fixed it. They they figured it out. So you know, you should let them be priests wherever if they want. Fucking Nobel Prize winners over here. That's we right. did it. Uh huh. Yeah, if Jesus killed God, that's the answer. Yep. <laughs> so you're God manifested. Plane, everybody. God manifested physically in Jesus's cave, and he said, "Yeah, but who created you?" And God said, "Uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh." <laughs> Where'd your body come from? Ah! <laughs> Jesus was in that cave, being like, "Damn, I can't wait to have gay sex with Judas any day now." And God said, "No, no, 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 wait, 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 wait." That's right. That is what happened. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus was only alive for like a week before he got ascended again. <laughs> yeah. God was like, none of that. It's so just like, ah, oh, shit, I'm breaking down reality again. I gotta die. It's so funny that Shiaki Konaka wrote Digimon Tamers after this. It's so funny that after Digimon Tamers wrote was written, everyone said, I can also do that. It's so funny that uh, that that Shiaki Konaka got conspiracy pilled and is now a fucking right wing weirdo. Is that surprising though? Not really. There's like, once again, there's a path in the woods for someone who like makes a show kind of with this theme. And it's you become trans mm-hmm. or you become a right wing weirdo. Yeah. You, there, and, you know, we know only, which one he took. Yeah, those were the only two options. You know, it seemed like there was some hope for him after like he made Renamon non-binary, but eh. Ah, oh, too bad. Yeah, he was, he stepped one foot into the become trans uh, woods, and then he just made a, yeah. made a complete turn. Yeah, just made a beeline for the evil path. <laughs> Isn't that what the Minecraft guy did? Like, he, he said the, that some monster in Minecraft, like, was genderless, and that was cool because, like, whatever gender is, and then, like, became just a huge trans med and, like, weird anti-trans guy. Yeah, it just keeps happening keeps happening they step one on the shiny nice path and then they say i think i'll go to the evil building now they look at the evil haunted house on the hill and they say yeah this is that is true if you take one step into transgenderism you either have to go all the way or you have to become very Mm anti-trans luckily i think most people who do step one foot into trans do end up becoming you know like going down more that path like, towards accepting trans people, at the very least, even if they end up cis. But, like, I think if you do step one foot in, it's either one or the other, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's a weird slip and slide. This is why you have to become trans before you you fucking write your opus about reality and philosophy and and the fucking implications of online... Of online. Yeah, of being so fucking online. Speaking of being so fucking online, can we talk about Lane and Alice, please? Let's do it. Let's finally get to the 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 queer baby shit. Lane touched. Lane touched poop. Yeah, Lane really did kill God because Alice was like, "Hey, you can feel my heart underneath my tit. She you said, feel it beating. I'm scared right now. Ha ha. Feel how hard it's beating. She's like, "Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so wow, crazy. why is it beating?" Alice so said, fast? "L plus ratio." <laughs> Alice said, "L plus ratio plus touch tit." Like, mm-hmm. uh huh, mm-hmm. uh huh. 
Um, I really enjoyed the scene where she is checking on her and like, uh, you know, Lane is clearly like, yeah, I'm fine. As she's sweating and shitting and farting and clearly looks so distressed. And she like holds hands with her. Yeah. It's like, well, I liked you. I liked when you were happier. You seemed happier when you like you were engaging in the real world as like a person uh-huh. um, and having like friends and enjoying your time on this earth. Uh, and then she like walks away to go back inside and Lane just like stares at her hands mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. a good solid minute. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, wow, I, I know the implication hands. is, I know the implication is like, if you're experiencing unreality and someone like kind of brings you back to it for a minute, you're just like, damn, did that just fucking happen? But it's also like, damn, cute girl touch hand. Mm-hmm. It can it's be so both. funny because like, <laughs> you know, like as a person who experiences like major dissociative episodes and like, you know, personality issues i definitely understand what's going on here with the metaphor of like no like your body is an intrinsic part of you even if you feel like your brain is disconnected from your body and you like are having you know like these things where you feel like you will never be perceived the way you actually are because that's inside you and then you have this body outside of you and that's like hard to mesh sometimes like i get where all that's coming from from a truly divorced like mental like perspective like but it's also very funny like approaching it and like you feel like you have this creator who has truly absolutely no idea how transit can read to Mm -hmm. have this conversation about like being discomforted in your body because obviously you know I've I've experienced it from like lots of different angles like I get it and it's very funny to see it just completely completely in the creator's mind feels like just divorced from the trans narrative mm-hmm. while also being so resonant to the trans audience. Yeah. Like it's, it's interesting. Like just like all the body stuff and all the, you know, like, Oh, well, like, like when, when Lane is walking around and like has like just this straight, like, half of the world is just like bleached out white. Yeah, like half of it is bleached out white and then there'll be like this track that's literally like black and red and like looks like, you know, like the shadow fucking realm. Yeah, like, like hell. Yeah, it's just like out there and so she like can't even see like a whole world around her and it's a it's a cool visual representation of like tunnel vision kind of stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, where yeah, it, she's literally seen the world as a binary. Yeah. Yeah, where also, it, I mean, you know, it doesn't really look like you know they don't do any like pov stuff it's all like outside but it's a very good visual representation of it mm-hmm. um but yeah it is very funny like coming at it from that angle where like i can obviously see the trans narrative and stuff and it seems very funny how removed it is <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah also like going back to like the fucking harsh brightness of like everything in the series like on a much more like physical level it's also just like Damn, she got, like, photophobia and, like, sensory processing stuff for real, and I just find that Mm -hmm. very relatable. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, no, like I said, like, I have, I mean, from many perspectives, this is a very, um... I think it's a very interesting exploration of that, like, kind of, for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, you just are having trouble processing the little literal world around you due to just a neurodivergence, Mm -hmm. or whether it's, like, 
mental illness. Like I'm just dissociating because my brain is focused on something else and my body is in survival mode. Or it's like the trans narrative where it's like, I know that I feel like I shouldn't be perceived in this way that I am being perceived. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's cool how it all comes together, but I do like the the visual representations of it, like that brightness and stuff, like yeah. harsh brightness. And then again, the just absolutely shadowy stuff. It's, I don't know. Very cool. It is very cool. I do want to talk a little bit about um, uh, uh, the uh, the lane uh, the lane PlayStation game. Um, I haven't like fully played all the way through it. There's still some like little scenes that I haven't uh, gotten to yet, um, and also like kind of hard to take it all in on on a single playthrough. So I I don't know that I have like quite as much to say about it but uh in the in the in the in the fucking no hetero category uh for for the lane game like there will definitely be points where like lane is like talking about you know her friendships like with with other girls and just be like yeah wow we just share this really special connection um and it just it just it just reads as like very much like little gay girl doesn't know she has a crush yeah it fully reads as someone being like yeah i just really enjoy hanging out with this person a lot like they're very cool i can't really say specifically what makes me think of them as super cool and amazing Mm -hmm. and wanting to hang out with them all the time but there's just something about it you know there's just they just are really cool and i want to hang out with them more they're just so cool yeah no uh that's (laughs) that's cute i like that it's uh pretty cute until all her friends disappear out of her life and reality starts to go fucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just like it's just like puberty, you know. Yeah. Just like puberty to like uh copy your therapist's brain onto a computer and then merge your brain with hers. Yeah, you, you know, know, that's just, you know, that's just, that's just puberty, you know? That's just puberty. <laughs> we all go through that. <laughs> we're at the counselor's office at school, and we're like, I'm going to copy your brain into a computer. Yeah, haven't we all tried downloading our therapist's brain? You wouldn't download a, a, a therapist. On, onto a floppy. You wouldn't download your therapist. <laughs> Uh, so, are, are, do, you, do, do we think we're about ready to, to, to get into our ratings? Is this one gonna kill us again? This one's, yeah, good question. I have, w- once again, I've picked just, like, a very good, uh, piece of media that fits super well into our perfect rating system. We're gonna have a great right. time with our three categories of no hetero, no homo, and no bromo, as applies, as applied to the anime serial experiments lane. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to, um, talk about imaginary numbers again. <laughs> How are we feeling for no hetero? She t- Lane talks to one boy yeah. and that specifically to shove a chip in his mouth and being like, was this sent to fucking kill me? Mm-hmm. True. But Alice's character, other than being Lane's gay crush. I don't want to talk about it. Alice's character. I don't want to talk about it. Alice's character is I love jacking off to my adult male teacher yeah. and eventually I am going to be straight married. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk about it. Uh-huh. So the no no, no no homo is definitely there. We're definitely seeing some uh, some strong no homo. I want to talk about it. 
don't uh-huh, want to talk uh-huh, about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, for no hetero, though, yeah, I mean... <laughs> we just skip right past to actually giving a ranking to the no homo. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. I mean, no homo, no homo is probably, like, I, I, I feel like that's a pretty big one. I don't know, yeah. maybe a four or a five. I did not like that Atlas plotline, I will say. Yeah, I don't. it's a little rough. I feel like they could have found a different secret for uh, for Lane to spread yeah, around Yeah, say the that she, like, does drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say that she's going to the club and popping that shit that made that guy go crazy. I yeah, don't we, we, we don't need to know about... We don't need to know about teens jacking Your off. Your jerk-off fantasy. Konaka. Yeah, but I, also, it's very... Um, awkwardly, maybe implied, maybe not that the teacher actually is fucking her because there is yeah. like there is a line where like after Lane erases it, where she's talking to her other friends and they're like, "Oh, hey, hey, there's that teacher. Oh, but I heard he's dating an eighth grader." Like, yeah, or a yeah. year eight. I think it's different. I, I think it's year eight because it's Japanese schools. Mm. It's not actually an eighth grader, which I think is slightly older, but still. Yeah, I don't I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um No hetero. So we're not gonna give a ranking to the no homo? Well, no hetero is first, and then we'll go to no homo. Okay. I'm feeling like That's maybe a three for no hetero. No, we don't. It's like it's definitely got some gay shit in there, but like I don't know. It's it's definitely not a strong focus. It's definitely like I don't know. Alice yeah, and again, Lane is kind, kind of, of like the most important relationship in the series, and it is kind of like... I mean, it's the only... It's textually the only real one yeah. in the series. Lane's parents are fake. God is fake. Everyone kind of doesn't know Lane exists. Alice is the only character we see genuinely connecting to her on like a human level. Mm-hmm. If I'm being generous to the writer of this, or not generous. If I'm trying to look at it as the way someone who is writing this, not knowing that gay people exist, uh-huh. um, it is that thing where it's like you have a really good friend and they're like, I love you on that, like, we're friends and I would always be there for you level. And like the, you should listen to my heartbeat, touch my titty is like that. Uh-huh. I'm bringing you, you're disassociating into the wire hard fucking core over there. So I'm going to bring you back to reality to show you that a I'm flesh and blood and have a heartbeat and B all the things you're doing right now is scary and it's scaring me, but that's okay because that's what it means to be alive. Mm-hmm. It, it being scared, having emotions, feeling discomfort, feeling like weird, um, even feeling joy or excitement. All that is exactly what it means to be alive. And I know you're uncomfortable with that emotion lane, because you don't like to feel emotions because you feel your body is fucked up and weird. But that's okay. Uh, that's what I would read it if this person doesn't believe gay people exist. However, mm-hmm. yeah, it she is did really- say, touch titty, feel my heartbeat, and uh, tell me that you love me. So, right. don't really, really know what to say. Yeah, it is pretty gay, but it can def- it definitely has a non-gay reading. Uh, which is, you know, which is really, really the fucking gray area that we love here on We Rate Queer Bait. We love. Yeah, it's, I feel the same way about it as like I'm looking at Naruto and I'm watching Sasuke and Naruto hold hands with their blood at the end of the final fight. And the stories <laughs> say, and that's a symbol of their very strong friendship um, mm-hmm. and not that they literally went to heaven together and said, I can't wait to spend the rest of my eternity with you. Yeah, I do feel I, like a three is maybe good because 
um, the show's not coming out and saying, like, Lane does not love Atlas. Like, it's very clear yeah, that Lane, Lane does love Alice. Lane is going to get straight married to herself and The Wire. Right, and Alice, you know, is kind of secondary to Lane's feelings about Alice. You know, like, it's so like- it's... Because she's erasing herself entirely. So, like, there's... Yeah, sometimes you get a friend in middle school who you're sure is wants to date you and making you have gay feelings, and uh-huh. then it turns out they're straight as hell, and you're gonna be like, mm-hmm. wow! Wow, 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 wow! Yeah, and you erase yourself from their memory card. <laughs> yeah, um, you yeah it's... it's reality it's, instead of having to talk to them again. You disappear under mysterious circumstances, never to be seen again. Yeah, it's um, normal. It's, it's definitely a situation where, like, um... Like, the queer reading of this series, both both in terms of, like, the gay stuff and the trans stuff, is, like, very, very good, but it is kind of ambiguous enough that I don't want to give it a higher score. Yeah, if the writer of the show came out tomorrow and said, by the way, this was supposed to be, like, a trans queer narrative, I would say, yeah, I get you, you probably had to write it like that, because once again, you were putting a show on TV in the year of our Lord. When did this come out? Like 98. Uh, 19, like yeah, 1990 fucking eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that's fucking matrix era. That's, um, oh, matrix having a character, uh, called switch. Um, mm-hmm. and then being like, this is a trans narrative. We can't say that because this is 1990 fucking eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it with this show being like, we probably just got to add weird things into there. To make it not seem like a trans narrative. But if they came out tomorrow and said, yeah, this is a trans queer narrative, I'd be like, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. I see it right now with my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. So I really do one. Yeah, I think a three works well on the basis of. It is about Lane being like, oh, my body's weird. I don't know how to feel in it. And I think I like the girl who sits close to me in class. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want her to feel good, but I don't know how to get her to feel that way. Yeah. I'm just fucking around and erasing people's memories until I get it right. (laughs) Until she likes I'm trying to connect with I'm just erasing people's memories until she calls me back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to connect with her on a deeper level, and by that I mean connect with her on the wired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's a fun like um uh Higurashi Go like time loop effect to it where she's like, Like Yeah, I'm just gonna keep the same as dating. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep erasing people's memories until I get a good enough like timeline to move forward, like where I don't hurt my friend and nobody else has to die and like I'm just gonna keep erasing people's memories until it fucking happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep liking her tweets until she notices me again. Uh (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Lane, you gotta talk to her like a real person. I know it sucks. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunate. I know, mm-hmm. it's fucked up, but you gotta put yourself out there. I know. You gotta realize that you have to be perceived physically if you want someone to perceive you physically. Damn. Damn, that sucks so bad. Whatever. Can't I just draw a sexy can't I just draw a sexy persona and and, and let can't people you? interact with that instead? Nah well well well, well. <laughs> Well, maybe that's where Lane made the mistake. She got rid of her bear Kikarumi halfway oh, through the show. Oh, yeah, you know. That's where she fucked up. <laughs> she was like, I gotta start erasing people's memories and not, I gotta wear bear Kikarumi online. <laughs> yeah. Go in yeah, bear I mode. I think he solved it. <laughs> I'm going bear Kikarumi mode. That's right. Alice, gotta get you one of these. All right, yeah, so, I mean, I get, you know, the compartmentalizing was what hurt her in the end, but maybe if she had just, like, made a fur affinity, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly, maybe if she would have exactly. just, like, made her fursona, like, made a fursona VTuber on the wire, 
Oh, uh, could you imagine if her bear persona fought uh, Evil Wired Lane? Shit! Oh, that would be so like sick. sick. It would be like a sick anime battle. Alice would still be looking on in horror, but it would be sick as fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Alice would watch. Uh, in Alice would watch Evil Lane get mauled by a bear, and then Lane would be like, "Hey, well, so things are better now, right?" And then Alice would start freaking out, and Lane would be like, "Ah, shit, gotta erase some memories." <laughs> I will say about this show, it, you can tell it's the 90s because they weren't trying to have a fucking optimistic ending or like... No, 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 no. Like, they were like, no, straight up, Lane's best option here is to, for lack of a better term, kill herself. Yeah. Like, she still exists, quote unquote, like, alongside everyone else, but she had to fully take her perceived self, like, the part of herself that is able to be perceived out of the world to you make to the people, you. to make the people around her happy. Like, that is what she does yeah. in the end, and that's the, like, good ending. This show starts off with the girl committing suicide. Uh-huh. And it ends with the girl committing suicide. It kind of does. And the only way that matters. Yep. Yeah, a little um, bit. I'm just saying, it's very 1998 of it. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to also talk about, uh, we talk about, like, the trans narrative uh, not wanting to be perceived in your body, your yes. body kind of being scary and not really feeling a part of it. <laughs> God does manifest in her house as, like, an Akira monster. He sure does. Um, and he's like, this is what a, having a body is. He's He fully is like, this is what it means to have a physical form. It is a horrible flesh writhing pile that is gross and disgusting. Yeah. Do you want this lane? And Lane's like, that's not right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it right. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. As- yeah. Yeah. This is what having a body is. Sometimes you just grow a big eyeball. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you're like a, a horrible flesh monster and you wrap your gross little tentacle around two people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just a big pile of grabby flesh. A grabby goo. And then someone puts a, <laughs> computer on top of you that's right someone crushes you to death with their gaming rig (laughs) sometimes you become a black hole of gaming gear (laughs) (sighs) okay okay, you know people are always showing off the rigs online but what i really want to know i don't want to know about the processor or the graphics card i want to know can you squish a big bug with that thing That's right. God. If God manifested in your house, would you be able to squash it? Would you be able to kill him instantly? (laughs) Yeah. What are they putting Lane in Fortnite? God. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Lane looks back at you and says, you want me to do this? (laughs) <laughs> Lane says everybody is connected and you just die Yeah <laughs> Everyone's connected and you just got pub stomped Yeah <laughs> How about How about no homo Maybe like a four okay, so yeah if no hetero is like a three star I want to put no homo at a four or a five star yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, The Alice stuff was very cool Until they were like oh the big secret that we're spreading around School is she wants to fuck the teacher It is maybe getting fucked By the teacher Who knows Who knows? It's the internet Who can say She's, She's online straight married in the epilogue Yeah she did also get straight married in the epilogue And Lane talks to her as a child 
Well, you know, sometimes you're a little bisexual and there's a cool girl at school who you really want to date, but then she disappears from your memory one day. Don't know what happened there. Yeah, and um, you go, then, wow, so if I guess if I can't remember her, she never existed time, and is not important. Time to date a dad type, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? Paths diverging in the woods, and one path led to your beautiful gay marriage with your girlfriend who may or may not be the physical manifestation of the internet, and uh, the other one was getting straight married to a dad type. Mm-hmm. So... She took the darker path. Sorry. That's true. Okay, four or five. What do we think? Four. Four? Yeah. I because so. I will say everything with Lane still stands. Um, oh, yeah. The I love you, the touching titty, the uh, look at, staring at my hands after you held them for about 2.8 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean. The, pre, the, the whole fact of her being the person that physically allows Lane to come back into reality and understand herself and her body. Yeah, she does hold her cheek to literally ground her. Yeah, so... And, you know, uh, you know like, yeah, I, I think there's that's definitely a, a valid reading, is that Lane is gay. You know, I think there's definitely some no-heteroing <laughs> of, like, Alice that in turn works to unhetero Lane just because of how the story works out. But I don't think that makes the Lane is a lesbian reading, like, invalid. Yeah, once again, sometimes you have a crush in high school, uh, middle school, yeah. and it turns out they're straight, and you're like, I guess I'll just unreality myself, thanks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> unreality. <laughs> I'll <unreality> myself. <laughs> Unalive yourself. Uh, um, okay, so then no Romo. No Romo. Alice is such a good friend, though. Alice is such a good friend. She's really just here to make sure her friend is feeling okay. Alice's other friends suck ass, but she yeah. is just here. I do like her one friend who's just kind of like, <laughs> you're acting weird because you're too online. I think she's kind of right. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase. Let me oh, rephrase. by the way, um, like fucking... As, like, fictional people who are funny... I do love that they show up and immediately roast whoever is in front of them. Like, they're so mean mm-hmm. to whoever just appears in front of them. They're just like, oh, hey, I hear you're weird and suck online. They do that to anybody they see. They're, this is the best portrayal of teenagers in any piece of media. Yeah, uh-huh. if I had to deal with these people in real life, I would never be seen near them. Or else I yeah. would lose all, like, self-esteem. Yeah, I would have to I would have to fucking hide in my bedroom and build a PC because <laughs> I would be afraid to confront these fucking teens. Yeah, I'd be like they're never coming to my house cuz my floor is full of coolant. <laughs> I almost okay, I almost want to go back and bump up no hetero to a 4 and this is only because I just remembered the scene where that she makes that boy go on like a quote unquote date with her because uh-huh. she like it's a whole bit of like oh yeah I wanted to date the other lane you're not her but then they do talk and they get some information and then he kisses her at the end and is like well I'm a guy what what do you expect and she kind of just like makes a face and walks away Yeah Yeah she's like ew That was a very that was a very no hetero moment I still I mean That's I don't so know true. if I necessarily want to bump at a point but I do like I did want to bring that up during our rating discussion because that yeah, was Yeah we very do got to yeah, we do gotta acknowledge that Taro just, 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 just having a completely normal date where a computer, where, where a girl, like, fucking threatens him and shoves a computer chip in his mouth, and then he was like, huh, well, this is still a normal date, though, I'm still gonna kiss <laughs> This you. is still a date, I'm still gonna kiss you after you 
tortured me with a microchip. This is a normal date. I love having to wade through fucking coolant and tubing. I'm still going to kiss you after you played Trek 44 and, and, and threatened to kill me <laughs> while your parents were downstairs making out. As they're, like, getting hot and heavy downstairs. I can hear them, by the way. Uh, I can't wait to give you a little kiss on kiss on the lips right now. Well, I mean, that's why, yeah. Oh, you think he was like, well, I might as well start to? Well, yeah, like, he was really upset about the microchipping, but then he heard a little, like, hot and heavy noise, and he's like, well, I can't get out of here without a little kissy. You know? He's like, if I have to walk by that, I should get a little kissy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It's fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, I um, think No Romo is, I'm okay with like a five, maybe a four, because it was a very, Alice Lane is a very, very cute friendship, yeah. regardless of Lane's feelings for her. Like, I think it works. Yeah, yeah I, I do like movie. Alice just like, you know, checking in on her, like, you know, being like genuinely invested in her emotions and like, yeah, just just kind of being like the one person that, that, that you know, Lane can turn to when, like, the rest of reality is fucking falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's extremely cute. Yeah, and again, I, like I, think, you can, I think you can kind of argue that regardless of Lane's feelings, it is pretty non-romantic on mm-hmm. Alice's part, which makes it a good, like, a, a good... Uh, a good piece for like a high no, no Romo score because Alice always has her other shit going on but takes time and effort to go out of her way to talk to like in her perspective like this awkward girl who's literally not talking to anybody most of the time and of course Lane has like a really really places a lot of importance on that friendship but like Alice is kind of just like yeah like we're friends like mm-hmm. I want to make sure you're doing okay you know yeah and then she goes to her uh diagonal fucked up house and walks in there's trash everywhere and her sister's like standing at the top of the steps and making blue screen making dial tone noises <laughs> dial tone noises but it's ominous this time <laughs> she has to go up the steps and walk into a room full of cooling she's like hey bud doing like a quick uh, mental health check hey bud hey bud <laughs> been a while since you've tweeted are you okay it's been a while since you like did anything that's not like appearing as a little alien in my room <laughs> You kind of told mm-hmm. the world that I wanted to fuck a teacher, and then you didn't do that, and I still remember it, though, so, uh, hey. hey. and then you appeared as a little alien in my room to say, hey, I deleted that. Are we friends now? I just wanted to check in and say, what the fuck was that? I she did a- appear as a little alien in her room. Yeah, she did. She <laughs> kind of peeked around the corner with her long alien yaoi hands and was like, hey, like, I'm sorry about telling everyone. Remember the Roswell everyone. incident? I'm sorry about telling everyone about how you played yourself. I'm hey. good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I was We're like done now. popping back in their DMs like, hey, sorry about all that. <laughs> sorry, sorry I shared your news. <laughs> sorry I tweeted all that. <laughs> we still friends? <laughs> She, she really is having a hard time tweets. being a person, isn't she? So much that she turns into a weird little alien. Well, she uh-huh. gets the idea after a weird little alien appears in her room for a minute. Do True. you remember that? During the Roswell sure episode do. where just a fucked up little alien just was in her room and it just meant nothing? My interpretation of that is, like, that stuff is showing up in reality because, like, of the conspiracy theory. People believe online. it on the room? Like, shit is just being manifested from, from shit, the I'm fucking discourse. What if your tweets became real? 
It was like an I interesting exploration of them talking about like how the internet came to be, and it kind of was from all these weird, fucked up like experiments in science that weren't really related to the internet or having a collective consciousness at all, but they kind of were, and they also kind of did lead to the birth of the internet and thus the birth of Lane. But it also did, like, I don't know. Oh, shit, the Roswell alien is Lane's dad. Yeah, there's a lot of, I guess... That's why he appeared at the room. He was a dad. He was like, are you winning, Lane? Yeah. For lack of a better word, there's just a lot of mixed metaphors in this. Like, there's a lot of things going on where I'm like, okay, wait, is that something I'm supposed to pick up on as a theme? Or are they just trying to, like, visually display that Lane feels out of her body by making her a little alien? There's a lot going on. There is a lot. What they're trying to say is that Elaine is a little alien because the alien's her dad. <laughs> Lane was at Roswell. <laughs> Lane was the little fucked up baby. <laughs> Lane threw the burst brick at Roswell. <laughs> <laughs> that brick was Alice. <laughs> That's right. Lane was, uh, you guys, okay, seriously though, Lane was just like a weather balloon. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes That's right. I'm feeling very weather balloon today. Elaborate. <laughs> no. <laughs> right <laughs> believe it or not uh, Lane was a weather balloon believe it or not i'm feeling pretty weather balloon today uh, elaborate on that no no uh all right so so where do we land on on no romo i am kind of thinking like a four or a five i think we're giving it a five yeah i'm okay. willing to give it a five i love I this think, friendship I, yeah, yeah i, I think don't think Al- i don't think lane can physically have a romantic la- relationship with somebody i think that may be a bit beyond her mm-hmm. uh regardless of her feelings i think uh she is too um unreality in herself yeah to understand the idea of opening up to a person enough to She's be not in, in a good place for it i think no um, and I think, uh, Alice is just, you know, a genuinely good person who's just trying to have a nice friendship with the girl who, uh, in her class, uh, maybe looks like she's going to unreality herself at any moment. And she's like, yeah. I should probably reach out. Yeah. I again, I just think it's really, sure really, okay. it's really just sweet to have Alice be the friend who like somebody in their class literally like, you know, killed themselves <laughs> recently. So she's like, there's this quiet girl. I'm going to take her out and like, we'll go out and she'll come out with our friends and we'll do some fun stuff. And then I'll check in with her throughout the week and like, see if she'll come out. Yeah, with us Probably again not like, great that you invite this quiet girl out who probably has some social anxiety, probably problems with like perception. And then that very night, a dude just goes, just goes ballistic and just starts shooting people. It went pretty bad. Guy, huh? Kills, yeah. kills someone in front of her and then points a gun at her. And so, pro- you know, if I'm Alice, I'm really like, ah, shit. Ah, uh, Oh, man. Again. Oh, I got to reach out a lot more. Oh, I think I may have fucked this up. Yeah, it's really cute for Alice. I also do want to put another point in the friends are funny as fuck column, because again, from a dissociative perspective, it was really funny for the other friend to go, well, it kind of just felt like it was happening to other people, you know? Like, I, yeah, they're, they're dealing just, with like, it normally. The post-traumatic sure. stress disorder coping so hard. Yeah, Alice like, is, yeah, fucking Land is like, did that happen? Like, are we sure that all happened? And they're like, eh. Alice is like, don't joke about that. And the friend's like, I mean, it didn't really feel real. Like, okay. Fine. <laughs> Great copium there. <laughs> oh, my God. We did skip past the part um, where after that shooting, uh, you did mention it briefly in your summary. Alice is the only one who does check in on Lane and Lane yeah. and get a response out of Lane. 
No one else like checks in though. There is obviously the like police officer just questioning her, just but that's not the same being as sh- being like, "Are you just okay?" Being so fucking shitty to this little traumatized girl. Yeah, or not being we like, "Are you okay?" Being like, "What? Do your parent your parents not at home? Do they not answer your phone? We Why are they answering them. their fucking phone? Do you not live at that place? Are you dumb?" And Alice is the one who has to be like, "Are you okay? I'm so sorry." Like. Do you want to come to my house? We can just chill there. I'm, do you need anything? Like, do you need to talk? We love a punitive justice system that does so much for the victims of a trauma. <laughs> we sure do. Why aren't your parents answering their damn phone? Just, <laughs> Where I the don't fuck know. are your parents? Why are you at this club? I don't fucking know. Some guy just shot at me. Like, I don't know why they're not answering their phone. They're probably <laughs> fucking. I don't That's know. That's all they do is they, they fuck. <laughs> That's all they fucking do is they just I don't know. Fuck. My parents are probably fucking and my sister's probably making a dial tone in the hallways, so I don't know. Yeah, like... I'm calling her. Go direct. Yeah. Like, maybe she'll hook up through the, the dial up there. Maybe fucking message my dad on the internet. What do you mean no one's home? My sister clearly answered. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. All right. Uh-huh. So that puts us at a three, four, uh, five, huh? That that puts us at a twelve. Pretty respectable yep. score. Honestly, more than I was expecting. A pretty respectable yeah. score. Um, pretty respectable score. I do love the three, four, five uh, little thing we did there. Mm-hmm. Um, what a what a fun time that was. Yeah. What a. Fun I still time. don't know what serial experiments land is about. <laughs> if someone right now asked me describe the series, I'd be like, I don't know. Her parents be fucking. It's. <laughs> It's a good show. It's fucking bananas to watch. It's it's a nightmare. Uh huh. I feel like I missed like twenty plot points that I wanted to talk about, and I just can't. Yeah, no, because again, I did yep. have the experience of like starting the show, being like, "Oh, I feel like I know where this is going. Let's see how that goes." And then by like episode eight, I was like, "Whoops." I was wrong. So uh, let's yeah. try to pick up the pieces. Like, Why did Agent Smith fucking pop in? Why were the Agent Smiths just staring at our house so often? Right? Why didn't they have guns? They just had, like, laser scopes on their goggles. <laughs> Why did they do that? <laughs> to tell her that her computer was going to blow up. <sighs> All right. Sky, what are we doing next time? Hmm. Yeah, Sky, take us out of here. I was thinking about doing a series next because there was one that recently came out that I would like to cover, but I think we'll do that next time. We'll just do a nice little movie to give us something oh. a little easier. Oh, okay. All so right. I think we're going to do Jennifer's Body next. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A queer text. We are going, it is pretty much a queer text, but I think we can make it work for We Rate Queer Bait because, of course, Jennifer does die. So I think it works. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to watch Jennifer's body again. Mm-hmm. So, do we have plugs? Are we going to plug things? Let's... Do we want to plug things into the wired? Yeah, let's... Let's Let's be perceived, motherfuckers. <laughs> let's oh, uh, make sure perceived. all of our connections are everywhere. Let's you make know? sure we're connected so that there's no possible way we can get erased from reality. That's right. I don't want to make dial-up tone noises. So you can find the podcast <laughs> at WeRateQueerBait at Twitter.com. You can find me on Twitter at Groovin Gasly. I haven't made a co-host or anything yet because I don't know if I'm going to do that when Twitter 
Twitter burns. Um, so if you ever really need to find me, I'm just going to be making dial-up tone noises. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you can follow the show on Tumblr at We Rate Queer Bait, and um, uh, I do still have Gone XLX Hunting on Tumblr as well, where I still occasionally post Gone While Hunting memes, so that's there too, and that's pretty much where you can find me. How has the uh, Hunter Hunter fandom been popping off ever since the manga came back from hiatus, and there's a lot of things with the fandom troop? Has that trickled into your feed? Um, I remember the announcement when people were like, oh, it's coming back. I don't know that I actually saw any content, although I do oh. have the Hisaka tag blocked, so maybe I just saw <laughs> that entirely. Oh, that, yeah, you did miss it because there is some Hisaka content. Because I was having a hard time. He watches like, a funny movie. It was hard for me to follow the Hunter Hunter tag because almost all of it was Hisaka, so I did have to follow the <laughs> Hunter Hunter tag and then block the Hisaka tag. That just goes because to show it was you the state of Tumblr. Like, it's not even that, like, I can handle some Hisaka fic. Like, I understand. Like, it's just not my thing. Tumblr's People can write man. it. I don't care. Like, it's whatever. It's out there. But it was every single fucking post I would see He's following the Hunter Hunter tags. Man. It was just all Hisaka. So I had to follow one, block the other, and then I think I just missed all of the update completely. He, I hate to tell you, he's a Tumblr sexy man. Mm, yeah, he kind of is. I'm yeah, also on so Fails guy, but that's my only other plug. I know. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> All right, Emery, what do you got for us? All right, you can find a record of my physical existence in podcast form. You can hear my voice transmitted through the wired. I'm on the podcast Digimon Ghost Gaze, where we talk about the Digimon show of Ghost Game. And as and it's as we all know, Digimon and Lane are 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 sort of the same thing. One flows from the other, you know. Who can really say which is the original? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's right. Yep. Is, is Are we going to see Lane in Digimon sometime? Uh, I sure hope she's so. just going to be Ah, uh, she would be so good in Ghost Game. Is it going to be like Westworld where like the Digimon are all like, "Oh, what? You're just going to make a copy of you." And Lane's like, "You're all copies of me." That's season 3 of Westworld. I don't know if anyone's watched that. <laughs> I haven't seen season 3 of Westworld, and from your descriptions <laughs> of it, I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, so you can also find Fair my enough. fur affinity with the username Space Robot. I'm taking art commissions. You can get in touch with me about that over Discord or at my email address, spacerobotart at gmail.com. If you want your own funny bear persona to fight for you in The Wired. That's right. Yeah, commission Emery to draw Lane's bear persona. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys, I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Oh, me too. What if we end the (laughs) podcast? I'm so scared all the time. (laughs) My heart's beating so much. What if we what if we end the podcast and then we get disconnected from the wired? Oh, Oh, what if we aren't perceivable once we end the podcast? Uh, Oh, would I have to touch grass? Oh, no, fuck. no, no, I need to be perceived in the wired. I can't end the podcast. No, we all have to be connected. No, yeah. we need to stay connected or we might get dial up tone noises. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> if we end the podcast, we die. It's just like never believe it. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to. They got disconnected from the wired. That's why they're all dead. They sure fucking did. Oh, no. Damn. Yeah. That's so sad. So we can't end the podcast. Yeah, we can't end the podcast. We can't. No. That that no, would be no, crazy. We would never, unless that would be <laughs> so crazy. Uh, unless unless. Bye everyone. Good night. Good night. <laughs>